The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com. Sitting down here at the Nine Foot Homemade Oak Bar, I have a, a couple of Brother Rice students and a village trustee. Now, this is a combination that I would just have never thought that we would have down here, but they're all doing something really good and important and very cool. First off, I'm going to get to the, the students' names before I forget them, so that's why I'm going to do it. We have J.D. Maloney right here, and then we have Danny Sheehan. Yes. There we go. I nailed it. All right. And uh, you guys are both from Brother Rice Juniors, right? Yes. Okay. What? And I'm going to ask you what you're up to and why you're involved here but we also have uh, Village Trustee Jeannie Olson here. How are you? Hello, I'm good. How are you? Thanks for having us back. You giggled the moment I said Village Trustee. I do. Yeah. I still, yeah. It's yeah. Still are weird. you used to it yet? Like you're no. the You're the newest of all the trustees because you ended up, you know, getting the position where the, the mayor was in and when that position opened up, you moved in there. So you're you're like the the least tenured, but I would imagine you're very busy. I mean, I know you guys have the meetings every other we week. We do have the meetings, and I actually did run this past April. So I That's I correct. did I did get in. You did. Through, you ran. Yeah, but I I did run, and I ran unopposed. So no. Uh, no challengers there, but that's yeah. the best way to run. It is, it is. So I am, I am the newest, the youngest. Um, we are busy. There's a lot going on in Evergreen, but um, it's fun. But right. it is, it is. Um, I do giggle when I hear Trustee Olson. Well, before we get to why you're here, I want to let everybody know that later on in this episode for Halloween, we're going to bring Father Paul in here, and we're going to talk about the scary, unexplained things that are real out there and not actually made up just for movies. It's going to be a little freaky. This episode is also brought to you by the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. Located in that iconic building at 95th and Pulaski, they have a total access checking account you're going to want to get. $300 bonus when you get in there with the qualifying activities. You also get free ATMs nationwide. That means any ATM you use, they're going to pay the fees back. That makes it free. The new online banking tools are so easy to use. I have transfers set up with accounts outside of the First National Bank of Evergreen Park where I'm drawing it to that account or sending it out. I schedule them in advance. I put notes in there for my bookkeeping. I can check it on my phone whenever I'm like, ooh, did I do that right? And then I get notifications sent to me as the process is happening. And there's no overdraft charges. Even if I make a mistake, I'm not going to pay for it. Stop in and see your community bank. Speak to them in person. They're really friendly people. Right on the corner of 95th and Pulaski, the First National Bank of Evergreen Park, member FDIC. And then also, yes. I, I am remiss if I don't uh, complain about the CSX tracks, even though it's not your fault. <laughs> right. And it's really the railroad. Right. And I wish they were just building a big giant bridge over that, that intersection because it's a mess all the time. I mean, it's really no difference. Like, it really, I, I'm always trying to find a way around that intersection anyway. So, I mean, I think the locals know how to react to that because they always know how to get around. It's just the people but, that drive through everything. It's still Evergreen. frustrating yeah, nonetheless. It's incredibly yes, frustrating. It is. And, uh, you know, I, I can't even think of any other complaints right now. I, I, everything seems you know very what? good if around You know what? If that's your here. only complaint, Chris, yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. And, and I'm right there with you, the tracks. Um, I mean, I, I, hate, I hate the drivers around here, but I can't do anything about it. I mean, unless you put a cop on every corner, we're not going to be able to stop them and make them stop at stop signs and drive properly. Yeah. And if you see, we now have those blinking lights. I love 
say, to say how fast you're going. Yeah. I think some people see that as a challenge. We're hoping. <laughs> if I go faster, can I make it, can blink, I make it faster? blink faster? So, um, <laughs> but those are all over the village. We're hoping those uh, have like a, an effect on. It's mainly near the schools. I don't know if you've seen them. Yeah, no, schools, I've seen one. I, yeah, I, I yeah. see them because I, you know, I, I live on 99th, so I see them when I go by Southwest. Yep. I got kids over at Redeemer. I see it when I drive over there. And uh, but I'm going to tell you, it's always funny to me. Like the worst driving is right around the schools. It, it seems like, I mean, it's not as bad until you're around a school. It's like they see children and they get worse. And that is the wrong way to go. That with is the, whole the thing. opposite uh, yeah. reaction we were hoping right. for. But exactly. Yeah. yeah now, so. Meanwhile, we got these guys. I'm sure you, you guys both driving. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, you're driving. I, and I don't see a lot of problems with the Rice kids. I mean, you guys seem like you're far. <laughs> I, you and the Macaulay kids. I mean, I see you all the time because I live on 99th driving your cars. And yes, I'm nervous with a few of you. But you're not as bad as what we were in the 90s. I mean, in the 90s, we come... <laughs> Flying up at like 60 miles an hour, drive over the grass. You know, they call that little spot behind Macaulay, like the, the, like the Macaulay, Macaulay Expressway, the Macaulay 500. <laughs> and there were no speed bumps. So you just took the S curves for fun. I mean, like, I mean, like you guys are far more chill than we were. So I have no complaints about you. And you know what else is they, they, they do an awful lot of service hours and stuff like that. And is that why you're helping out with this project that we're going to talk about? Yes. Yeah, so yeah. it's our... All juniors have to do an advocacy project for um, their theology class. And that, that it's not the same as service because service, you know, you'll just go work at like a food pantry or something. Right. But the advocacy project's all about raising like awareness for a like issue you're passionate about. So you're helping out with the homeless vet drive. And this is now the fourth year for it, right? Yeah. So this is the fourth year. Uh, we partnered up with the Village of Evergreen Park to help us um, store the items, be a drop-off location. Um, we are collecting toiletry and cleaning items for Heinz BA Hospital. And they then distribute to the homeless vets in and around the Chicago area. So last I talked, they said there's probably about 500 or so homeless vets. And that includes Cook County, Grundy County, Will County, DuPage. So what we have been doing the last few years is collecting these toiletries. We deliver them to Heinz VA. And then when those homeless vets come in for like appointments or treatments, they can basically almost shop through the different um, areas that have uh, the toiletry, they can take a shower. So we need, you know, shower items and towels. Um, they can, you know, fill up with what they need in terms of toiletries. And then the cleaning products are more for the actual area after all of that stuff. So, um, yes, fourth year. And it we, seems crazy to me that you have to do this every year. It really it, it does. does. I mean, the idea that there's veterans who are homeless, I feel like they should get they should get they should get land in a house the moment that they're right. out. Right. I mean, yeah. it, especially if they served in any kind of combat. What's I mean, it's just crazy to me. I mean, yeah. I have I have friends who have served. I have one that was, you know, part of the 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 war in Iraq. Mm -hmm. OK, who lost guys who were standing on either side of him in battle. OK, and, and, and really experienced some heavy fighting when he was in it. These guys carry so much on them. And then the idea that they come back, these men and women, they come back. And they don't have a place to live and they're homeless and then they got to, they, you know, they don't even have the supplies that we have in our house is mind boggling to me. So this is a very important drive that you're doing. Yeah, it's it's um, it's near and dear to a lot of us. You know, J.D. will speak to it as well as well as Danny. But um, I think the reaction is very much the same within the area. I have I've had, I think, no less than six emails today about, you know, at Heinz has been a very special place in my heart because of my father or because of my brother. And we've had a lot of donations coming in already um, because there is a lot of um, 
you know, a lot of feelings like that where people just can't understand why there's there's that's even in the Chicago area where there are options to get, you know, um, homes and things like that. We still are dealing with that. So um, we're we're proud to to partner up with all the D124 schools, Most Holy Redeemer, um, St. John Fisher. They're all helping us out. So it's all all the schools are helping you. Yes. Just yes. these rice kids are getting extra credit or something for it, right? <laughs> well, what is your scam? How are you? Are you guys are helping run it? Is that what they're doing? So you know what I like. I get to pick on rice kids because I went yeah, to you rice. Go ahead. Okay, you I get. To, I was there. Class of '95 <laughs> for crying out loud. Yeah, they, Cairo's 34. That's how old I am, guys. <laughs> we we haven't actually ventured into the high schools, but um, when talking to to these boys, they had some interest. So I'm going to actually let them kind of go into it a little bit more detail on what they're going to be doing and how they're helping with this. Who are we getting here, Danny? J- Danny, you're going to jump in? Here he goes. He's hopping in. Yeah, so we have multiple boxes set up throughout the school already. We started that on Monday. And just to um, kind of add a, the more of an awareness component, because we don't want just people donating stuff to the boxes and not really knowing uh, what the cause is for. We really want people to understand what the issue is in the area, because about over approximately 10% of all veterans in the country are homeless. So we want to, um, we're going to create flyers. Just like, did you know facts about like the severity of homeless veterans, not only in the Chicago area but also in the country? Um, what kind of veterans from what um, from what wars or conflicts is um, affects, and just the specific issues of why they're homeless, whether it's just job opportunities are scarce or types of discharges and uh, uh, injuries sustained in combat. We just want to make sure that people actually know because they're in our area. There's a there's I would say there's a universal. Um, respect for veterans, especially in the south side of Chicago. So we just want me to, um, we just want people to make sure that we know exactly how these veterans are being affected and in um in what ways um we can help them more. So November fourth, from nine to twelve at the community center here in Evergreen Park, we will be collecting. Um, we'll have our our rice boys here on hand to help us sort. What we're going to do is sort all of these items, box them up, and set them up to Heinz the week of Veterans Day, which is November sixth. Um, so that the the big drop off is um, Saturday, November fourth, from nine to twelve at the community center. All right. Is there an item that is more needed than another item? Is there something like do you get like a bunch of one thing, but there's other stuff that you're like, I I really wish people would bring this in. So I can tell you, we do not need toothbrushes. We have an overabundance amount of those, but toothpaste. Um, actually women's um, hygiene items like feminine care items don't um, cross the minds of people because I for me when you think of veterans you maybe don't always think of the of the women I did I did it in the interview right here like the right? first time I said it <laughs> right. and then so, I remembered and I was like well I got to say men and women because like I think yeah, and it, I think it's a generational thing too it I is, mean, like for they, sure when yeah. I was younger the, the women didn't even serve in combat roles as much right. as they're involved in now so you don't even think about that kind of thing yeah, yeah so for women products are are high on the list um, um, as well as like, like I said, the um, shower gel, shower soaps, that kind of thing are, are big as well. Um, I would say no toothbrushes, but toothpaste is fine. Everything else that we have on the list, you know, shampoo, conditioner, Kleenex, chapsticks, things like that um, are very helpful. Guys, uh, you know, I, I applaud you for getting involved. All right. I'm not surprised. All right. I, I'm really not. I mean, all the area schools have good kids that get involved in things like that. I, you know, but it's a treat for me to have like, you know, my alma mater have a couple of guys walk in here and they're doing something good and they're helping out the community. So I think that's absolutely awesome. All right. Good luck on the fourth. 
And uh, good luck with the drive. Is there any phone number, email site, uh, a website, something else you want to give out? So we, or just remember November the 4th. November the, the 4th. Uh, we're plastered all over social media. Village of Evergreen Park social media has the flyer if you're looking for the list of items, as well as a QR code that will hook directly to Amazon and you can ship right to Amazon. Um, to Heinz Hospital. So if you can't make the drive, if you're unable to leave your house, but would still like to um, donate, you can go on to the many social media sites of Evergreen Park and find that QR code within the flyer. I I thought of one more thing I wanted to bring up to you as a trustee before you leave. One more (laughs) thing. One more thing for you. Don't worry. It's not a complaint. It's a complaint that was given to me about the show where somebody came up to me and said, you have to find somebody else to do trivia against Marzullo because Anderson keeps getting himself completely destroyed and it's embarrassing so, so they're I like stop bringing that. norm on to get beat by by mark marzullo i i don't know if i can go up against mark marzullo really i mean i've born and raised evergreen <laughs> i am but the thought of going up against him and his like vast knowledge i would be happy to be on your show in any other capacity i am not going up against mars i'll go up against norm how about that you go up against norm <laughs> uh, <laughs> well maybe we'll try that one in the future genie yeah. thanks so much thanks for having us chris we appreciate it thank you thank you Building relationships, supporting the community, and service. These are the things that Country Financial stands for. They're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through Evergreen Park. They're neighbors who lend a helping hand and support the fabric of your community, including charitable organizations, sports, financial education, and civic organizations. And since Country is already your neighbor, they want to get together and chat. Call your local country financial representative, Mike Thauer, today at 708-425-1559 to talk about the things that are important to you and how he can help you protect them. Halloween is almost upon us. Uh, It's an old trick in radio to have on like a psychic or somebody who pretends to be a ghost or a ghost hunter. Or I think one year when I was in Champaign, I fooled the entire town into thinking that there was a murderer running loose, uh, dressed as little Bo Peep, and we actually had sheep running down the middle of the street at 7 o'clock in the morning and made the news. There's a lot of things you can do for Halloween. I'm going to try something new here on the EP Podcast and actually bring a priest in. Our old friend Father Paul is back. How are you, Father? I'm doing well. And so am I the psychic or the psycho? <laughs> oh, they, I think the second thing. Okay. So... So yeah, yeah, I did that back in Champagne. It was it was a happy coincidence. Somebody went on Oprah because she was trying to do her own little Halloween type thing for the month of October. And a psychic claimed that a mass murder would occur on a Big Ten campus that had a building shaped like an H. And there were a bunch of other clues. And there were only two campuses that it qualified. It was either the University of Illinois or Michigan State. I Whoa. believe is what it was. And the person would be dressed as little Bo Peep. So we have been talking about it all week. And our plan was we dress up our stunt guy as little Bo Peep and he's going to be running around town. Well, somehow in the middle of the night, the night before, an actual sheep pen in Urbana, like because of a storm, got unlocked. We did not do it. And these sheep are running through the street and everybody just thought we let all these (laughs) sheep through. And so we made all kinds of news because of the thing. And we spent like three hours like with Little Bo Peep running around and people calling in. It was fun. It's a lot of fun. You should have had Little Bo Peep chasing after the sheep. (laughs) At the end of it, I had like uh, at the end of it, I had the station go off the air like for like a full three minutes. Like it just went to fuzz in the middle of this climactic moment, like something had gone wrong. And then we didn't even explain what had happened till the next Monday because it was like on a Friday. So we did that. I, I, you know, I would do all kinds of stuff. I would 
pretend that we would read out of some like book of the occult. And then all of a sudden there'd be a weird noise and the, the listener would hear what they thought was like, like a demonic voice coming through the radio. And I would act like I couldn't hear it a thing. We would do all that stuff like that. So, yeah. And it would drive my mother nuts because she makes rosaries for the church. And she's like, Christopher, stop, stop messing playing with, with demons. Stuff. Right. Does, stop that make, playing with demons. does it make you nervous when somebody does that when it's in fun? Like, do you, are you anti Ouija board and all the well, other I'm stuff? I'm anti Ouija board because you're opening yourself up to demons. Right. I stay away are. from the Ouija yes, board. Stay away from that stuff and so that, seances and all that, that other stuff. That stuff is, okay. is for real. So what's the stuff that's for real? That's what I want to ask you first, because I want to get into that. I want to get into the real spooky stuff that's out there and the stuff that you go, no, 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 hold on a second. This isn't all fake. And this is interesting yeah. to me because I always find it interesting when you talk to a man of the cloth like yourself, that not everything out there is good and clouds and gates and heaven, mm -hmm. right? I yeah, mean, there's... some of this stuff is 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 spooky out there and people can go too far. So I'm curious, what are the things you avoid? Um, or, or you think people should avoid? You think they should avoid Ouija boards? Ouija boards. Get, get away from that new yeah. age stuff, you know, these crystals and things like that. That stuff. That stuff. Get, get away from the new age. Get away from these other silly things like Santeria. Stay away from things are like that. Are demons real? Demons are certainly real. Okay. Yes, indeed. So you're not you're not saying that like dressing up as a ghost or a witch no, or a scary no, like no. if a kid puts on a demon costume, he's not doing anything no. wrong. He's being scary, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. right. It's it's all part of the motif now. That okay, Halloween. Is. That's yeah. okay with you. That's okay. All right, yeah. but but Ouija boards, no. These things do. actually exist. They, these things actually exist. Do and they teach you this in seminary? Do they get into Demons and possession, Somewhat, stuff like but that. Th that's advanced study. You can go in and uh, and and study more about demonology and angelology and and learn these things. Uh, uh, exorcists have to go in and, and learn this stuff. So there's there's really exorcists. Oh yeah yeah yeah. There's really exorcists. Do you think any of the movies, especially some of the newer ones that they've been putting out, are these real? Are the are they are they close to accurate? I mean, no. Well, no. in some instances, I mean, the, they are. Do people's but, heads spin around? Do they spit out pea soup? Do they run across the ceiling? Like, what what are we talking? Well, running across the ceiling, yeah, you will yes. see that. You'll see levitation. You'll see that. Um, you'll see levitation. Yeah. Now, have you spoken? You haven't seen this. No, I haven't seen this. Okay, I don't want to see this. Have you spoken to priests who have seen it? Actually, can I give a plug? Yes, go ahead. If you go on YouTube to Father Vincent Lampert, L-A-M-P-E-R-T, he is the exorcist for the Archdiocese of Indianapolis, and he's uh, has YouTubes out there about his experiences with exorcisms. And really? It's, yes, it's creepy stuff. Like, and this is what's interesting to me. Like, I'm one of these people, like, I love a good conspiracy. I love a good, like, tale that I don't know what's going on. And I can talk to somebody who may actually be able to have a candid conversation with someone who know more. So mm -hmm. as a priest, I know you talk to other priests. Yeah. Is this something that comes up you guys talk about? And and I know it doesn't necessarily need to be around this holiday because yeah. it's a year-round thing. It's a year-round thing. But this is something where you go to school, you learn it a little bit, and you come across priests. Is there, like, you know, do you hear stories like, hey, by the way, did you hear that Bob, you know, had a, had, had, a, had a possession like over in such and such diocese and he had to get an exorcist or what? You don't really see so much uh, possessions, but uh, I've had to deal with um, – the first level, infestations. What's an infestation? And basically poltergeists. And I've had... Oh, yes. Okay, so poltergeist. Yes. Not not exactly ghost. 
No. Poltergeist. What is a poltergeist? Well, if you look at the, the word itself, it means playful ghost in, in German. But basically what it is is infestation of lower level demons. Okay, so uh, so when there's a poltergeist, because here's mm-hmm. the thing, like I know when in the movie the idea was they were their house was built on an Indian graveyard, right, 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 right. and then and then the idea was these were actual ghosts, mm-hmm. but you're saying poltergeists are demons, are are demons, lower or level demons, lower lower level demons. Okay, yes. well you know there's basically four levels of being harassed by a. Demon. There's okay. Infestation is the, the first one, the, the simplest one. Right. Then there's obsession. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Then there's uh, oppression. Right. And then finally possession. Right. So in possession, and that's when a, you're floating around. And that's when you're yeah. You go you, into the mirror and your face is bleeding. Yeah, all kinds under, of crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and it's, and they will just as like a group. They're like a gang. They just show up at the house. Like how do they show up? Sometimes you uh, playing with a Ouija board will do that. That'll bring them in. That'll bring them in. Or maybe, you know, there are such things as curses. Maybe the house was cursed. Like you're telling me somebody could place a curse on my house because they're mad at me and it could actually have an, even if I like do everything right, don't mess with Ouija boards, act right, do yeah. right. You know, going to church all the time. Yeah. I've got the chalk on the door because, you know, you put it up there before. Mm-hmm. I've got my picture of Jesus in the front. Mm-hmm. I've got my palms inside of the house. I've got a couple of rosaries mm-hmm. laying around. There's a bottle of holy water that my mother dropped off that's still sitting on one of the shelves here. Mm-hmm. Like I go to church. And even with all that, there's such a thing as somebody, an actual human being can place a curse on somebody else. Can, yes, can place a curse on somebody else. And a lot of times what happens, they'll, they'll, they'll curse their children. And then the child has uh, demons latched onto it. So how do they, is it like that they got to go through, like they open up a curse book and they do it in a special language? Uh, Or is it just like somebody goes, damn these kids? Like, I mean, like, right? It's it's like, you know, witchcraft, that sort of thing. Really? Yeah. So witchcraft is kind of real as well. Oh, yeah. Okay. This is blowing my mind that a priest... Yeah. Well, you know, there's... Who's a Navy chaplain and was, uh, was, uh, was a U.S. marshal. And a nurse. And a nurse. Okay. Who's been around science and law enforcement and, you know, the the rigors of battle and being around, like, you know, the structure of the military and is also a priest is sitting there telling me witchcraft, curses, possessions, poltergeist. This stuff is not just made up, you know. Oh, no, no, no. That's not made up. It's for real. You got me all freaked out. Yeah. Well, you see, the, the, the biggest while of the devil is to make you think he doesn't exist. And then he's got you. You got that from the usual suspects. No, that's <laughs> that's, that's something you you learn. It's a movie line. <laughs> I never saw that. <laughs> it's a movie line. Oh, is it Kevin really? Spacey says it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. No. <laughs> Stick around, my friend. We're going to get to some ghost stories here in a few minutes. It's now time for your EP podcast, Word on the Street, brought to you by Spoke and Vine Wine Bar and Bottle Shop, northeast corner of 95th and Kedzie. They have a wine for every palate, and sometimes I go in there and try something that I think I'm going to hate, and I love it. I did not know that French Merlot was better than California Merlot until I went there. I've always said I'm not drinking the Merlot but I'll have the one they have there. Stop in and see them, ask them what I'm talking about, and see more at SpokenVineWines.com. 
The Evergreen Park Mustang football team lost their final game of the regular season. They're still in the postseason, but now in their bracket, on their side of the bracket, in Class 5A, they are a 12 seed, and that puts them on a road trip to Sycamore, Illinois, where the 6-3 Mustangs will take on the 8-1 Sycamore Spartans on Friday at 7 p.m. That's a road trip west. And if Evergreen Park can win that game, they're likely going to face Morgan Park High School, unless Morgan Park gets upset. A tough road for the Mustangs, but a doable road for the Mustangs. We'll be talking with head coach Jim Ramazinski later on this week on the EP Podcast. Meanwhile, this Saturday, October the 28th, from 9 to 10 in the morning at the Community Center, 3450 West 97th Street, go have coffee with Mayor Kelly Burke. You have a question? You want to discuss something directly with the mayor? Go do that on Saturday. The last farmer's market of the year in Evergreen Park is happening this Thursday, the 26th, 8 a.m. until 1 p.m. at Yukich Field. I'm heading out there. Probably going to get my pumpkins finally. I always wait till the end because I don't like the squirrels eating them. That closure at 94th and Kedzie, CSX has, hopefully, it will open up again to traffic later on this week. Maybe in time for me to drive down Kedzie Avenue to the Farmer's Market on Thursday. Maybe. Do not forget about the big Evergreen Park Recreation Department Halloween Parade this Friday, the 27th of October. Kicks off at 6 p.m. James J. Sexton Park, 91st and Rockwell. Costume parade, pumpkin patch, pumpkin decorating, refreshments, a big screen Halloween movie getting put up there for the kids, a goodie bag for them as well. There's hay rides, see the urban barn open house going on. It is open only to Evergreen Park residents and it's open to kids. One month old to 11 years with their parents there. Don't drop off your kids at that thing and then run out. You got to be there with them. That is your EP Podcast Word on the Street. If you have something for the Word on the Street, reach out to us through the EPPodcast.com, this extended episode, because I want to get into some ghost stories with this guy and see if he can freak me out a little bit more, is brought to you by SidSauce.net. They grow the peppers here in Evergreen Park. They bottle the amazing sauces. They deliver them to your door. The only place I get my hot sauce from is at SidSauce.net. Speaking of spirits. Yeah. Distilled? Yeah. Well, yeah, we're having someone there right now. We're having a bourbon. (laughs) We're having the, uh, you can't sit around and talk with a priest about demons without having a little drink because this is is kind of creepy. You have to be slain in the spirit, I suppose, and they're all distilled right now. Yeah. This is kind of creepy. But uh, speaking of spirits, are ghosts real? Can a human spirit still be floating around? Because I've had a guy on who does a podcast Mm -hmm. who also works for, I'm not going to give away what he does mm-hmm. because I don't want him to get in trouble, but works for a government entity. Mm-hmm. And inside of this government building, mm-hmm. which is supposedly haunted, mm-hmm. he has shown me pictures mm-hmm. of what looks like a person mm-hmm. floating mm-hmm. in a hallway. Mm-hmm. And I've seen it, mm-hmm. and I believe him, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, that seems real. Is it real? It could very well could be. So wh- what's with these people? They can't get into heaven? Uh, Are they? Is this is this purgatory? Like it, is it, purgatory wandering the earth as a ghost? It could be. It's uh-huh. whatever God decides. You have a ghost story. I have a ghost story. Okay. Um, well, what's your ghost story? I, it was in college, and I was home uh, for a summer, and I was laying on my bed in my room. I'd kicked my shoes off, right? So I'm laying on bed, and I'm actually reading The Hobbit. Okay. And as I'm reading The Hobbit, I hear this 
shoe slide across the floor. Mm. And I looked and I said, did that shoe just slide across the floor? And I was staring at it and I was just saying, did that happen? And then it scooted some more across you the floor. You watched the shoe I move? I watched the shoe move. You watched the shoe move? Yeah, I watched the shoe move and I said, oh, well, okay. And I went back to reading. What? Yeah. I would have run out of the house. No, it was like. And I would have lit the house on fire it, on the just, way out. Just moving shoes. So just not, moving shoes? So I don't care. <laughs> don't you remember how hard it was for Patrick Swayze to figure out how to move things in the movie Ghost? I mean, you got to be a higher level ghost to be able to pull that off. Not really. Not only a poltergeist. Yeah, there's poltergeist. Yeah, it's only a little poltergeist. That's pretty low level demon. Low level shoes around. You know, there is a hierarchy of demons. I don't want to hear about it. Well, yeah, I worry that talking about this stuff is going to make them come find me. Well, you you know, the there's a hierarchy of angels. There's nine choir of angels. Well, the angels fell. Well, they stayed in the same level of choir that they're in. So you have demons of upper level that actually command the lower level demons. So you have that same hierarchy among the demons. Do they ever get promoted? No. You stay in, in the level that you're at. Okay. Just like an angel, he doesn't get promoted. He's, he's a cherubim or he's a cherubim or a throne or a power or whatever, but he'll always be like that. I tell you about my haunting story? No. I've never yeah, told you about fact, this? Yeah, I, I did I, tell you about my ghost to get story, to, No, right? I wanted to get together. I didn't tell you about my ghost story? No. Okay, well, I'll tell you about my ghost story. Tell you about my ghost story. This is real, but we'll wrap up with this because I want to know what you I want to know what you think of this. So I go as we're sitting here drinking bourbon, and this is, we're having old Bardstown from Willet Distilling. And it's this very is, good too. I, I found this it. actually on this trip to the Kentucky Bourbon Trail. We go to Louisville, and then this time around we decide to go to Bardstown, which is what this bourbon that we're mm-hmm. drinking is named after. And there is a place called, I want to say it's the Bardstown Inn. Mm-hmm. It might, I might, it might be called something else, but it is the oldest structure that's there supposedly haunted jesse james shot up one of the rooms and the bullet holes are still in there there's supposedly ghosts that walk through the entire mm-hmm. building everybody says it's haunted you can actually like look this place up and and there's just story after story after story mm-hmm. after story like a whole family died there at one point mm-hmm. like all this stuff so we're staying inside of the place and the first night i don't have my roommate there mm-hmm. because my roommate is flying in from dallas and he gets caught because of bad weather there. Mm-hmm. So I'm in the room by myself. I have not drank to excess. I think <laughs> I had. No, no, seriously. We didn't, we didn't go on the tour yet. I had gotten off the plane. I had had one cocktail. I knew the next day we were going to be going. Around. I wasn't going to drink a lot because I'm old. I can't do three days of just getting bombed. And I knew the next day was going to be a day. So I really did. I had like a sip. And, you know, we kind of hung out for a little bit. I went to bed. I'm totally fine. I lay down in the room. And middle of the night. I hear the lock to the door to the hotel room do that unlock thing Mm -hmm. that you hear when you put the key card up. Yep. And I turn over real quick and I think one of my friends is coming in Mm -hmm. and there's nobody there. And I'm like, all right, that's weird. And I kind of get up and I turn on the lights and I walk around and I'm like, all right, that's weird. And I walk back and I sit, I lay back down or later on about five 30 in the morning. I hear it happen again. And this time I'm like, I wake up to it, Mm -hmm. right? I hear the thing unlock. But I tell myself, I'm not rolling over. That's just that that door is broken. And then I feel and hear the footsteps coming across the room. Oops. So I go to turn over thinking someone's there and I can't. Mm. Okay. I can't move. Mm -hmm. Everything gets super cold. I can see my breath. And then as I'm shivering and I can't move, I actually hear like this low, like moan thing over me. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden I can get free and I jump out of the bed 
And I look towards the door and I hear the thing relock itself like the thing left the room. Hmm. So I looked it up online mm-hmm. and this is a common occurrence inside of the place. Wow. Okay. So I, and I had like a ghost hunter try to explain to me like what kind of spirit that this was. And mm-hmm. like, this is like a typical type of thing, but this is a ghost that does this kind mm-hmm. of thing. Freakiest thing that ever happened to me in my entire life. And you're telling me I probably didn't imagine it because ghosts are real. Yeah. Or it could have been a poltergeist. Could have been a now I'm just freaked out by the entire yeah. thing. Now I'm just messed out. Before you, before we leave, I'll, I'll need some holy water and uh, some <laughs> some stuff. Yeah, you, you bless the house. Yeah, hit everything well, you know, on the way out. For an infestation for um, poltergeist, that's the first thing. One of the first things we you do bless is everything? bless the house. You, know, right. you, you tell the residents, you're not going to church. Start going to church right now. You know, go to confession right now. Mm-hmm. Throw that Ouija board out. And don't get Ouija boards. Don't get Ouija boards. Don't get Ouija don't boards. Get Ouija Holy boards. cow. Yeah. I mean, that's don't all I ever hear of is yeah. don't tarot get Tarot cards, board. another one. Get rid stay of that away card. from that stuff. Yeah, stay away from yeah. that stuff. Yeah, I have a friend of mine whose brother does that. And I always tarot, go, tarot readings? Yeah, and yeah, I'm like, no, oh, don't uh, do stay that. away from it. He's always like, you want one? I'm like, no, I no, don't want okay. one of your tarot yeah. readings. Yeah, no. I don't want to go anywhere near that stuff. Yeah, nope. Yeah. Good, smart. Listen, listen, I'm a nervous guy, okay? I don't want to be nervous. I don't want any of that stuff around here. All right. They're not going to hurt you. Okay, all right. Thanks. I'm not going to sleep at all tonight. That's okay. Okay. Yeah, well, have, not, a, have a few more bourbons. I'm going to have to now. Yeah, I'm going to have to now. It'll help you. Yeah, I'm not going to have to now. Hope you brought some holy water. Or I, I got some upstairs. Okay. All right. Yeah. We'll, 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 we'll bless some water or some <laughs> bourbon or whatever. And we'll Thanks just, for uh, creeping me out before you're, Halloween. You're quite welcome. <laughs> it's the EP Podcast. All things Evergreen Park. It's the E. Podcast Evergreen Park. <laughs>